Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Hi, live. Um, Jonathan Stiano here. I've got a few questions. Uh, sorry, it's pillows in the way. Um, a few questions during this festive season. So, um, uh, B-Light implants, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about breast asymmetry, and I'm also going to talk um, about a breast augmentation for, a, for their opinion that someone's uh, contacted us today through the Facebook, so I'll, I'll talk about that as well. Um, <clears throat> yeah, B-Light implants. Uh, these uh, implants, I was very pleased to see that they uh, that they exist. They uh, it's a it's a um, implant that I discovered at a meeting recently. Um, it's something we've been talking about for quite some time. Having a lighter implant. A lot of patients mention that implants feel quite heavy, and so um, I think there is definitely a room in the market for a lighter implant um it's interestingly that i've had a few comments from colleagues about then i'm not keen to use them because they are new and they haven't been tried and they need long-term studies and um <clears throat> i've just written a blog post about that actually which i haven't published yet but will probably be publishing um maybe this week or next week um because it's an interesting concept whether we should wait until we've got longer-term studies or whether we should offer them to patients. I think that, um, well, I, do, I mention it to patients. I don't, you know, I don't particularly um, say anything particularly uh, supportive of them. I just say the facts that they are lighter and that is a good thing that the breast implants are lighter, but they are new and people are often wary about new things. Having said that, it's not like they're a prototype or that they're anything um, experimental. They are they are uh, CE approved. They're approved to be used in this country. So um, they, they do have approval and they are silicone implants, which have got a long track record. Or at least silicone implants got a long track record, but this may, may not. But I think so. I think they fill a gap in the market. I mention them to patients. I don't particularly push them. I tell patients they're new. They are more expensive, um, which is obviously a factor. But I do think they have got some good things about them. Um, they're not available with the polyurethane foam coating yet, although I understand that the um, company are looking at build, uh, bringing out a polyurethane foam coated one. Um, so it's just the, it's interesting to me the concept of whether we should be uh, offering patients these or not, because I understand a lot of doctors don't offer them. It's a bit like polyurethane implants. A lot of doctors don't even mention them, the fact that polyurethane foam implants exist. I think we should tell patients that they exist, whether or not we think in our own minds they're good um, because the fact that they exist that other people are using them means that they're out there and so it's part of informed consent that we fully inform patients of all the options whether or not we can provide those options so that's my view on it um, and I do try and tell people about everything that's out there and I can put my my opinion on it but then at the end of the day it's your body you have to make your own decisions as to whether it's right for you so that's um that's where I'm. I am with Be Light implants. I I do think the concept is sound. Um, very excited to to discover that they that they exist. Um, but um, 
they are new and they are expensive, so it's something to to weigh up. <laughs> weigh up, pardon the pun. Um, I've had a, quite a lot of comments about the masks that I had a couple of weeks ago. They've they've taken them off me. Um, I think I used them too much, so uh, I don't have them anymore um, as an option available, which is very disappointing. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna push on. I'm gonna I'm gonna. S- Keep going and um, sorry, just showing what these buttons do. Um, so sorry about that. Um, the other issue we've had is about breast asymmetry. Um, I saw a patient last week uh, um, who had previously seen a, who had a who had an asymmetry between her breasts. First thing I would say is everybody has got an asymmetry between their breasts. In fact, everybody has got an asymmetry between. The two halves of their body. I don't know if you've ever seen those photos where they make you symmetrical. They take a one half and flip it. Uh, it always looks a bit odd. It doesn't look like you. Um, so everybody's asymmetrical. That's whether it's your breasts, whether it's your hands, your ears, your eyes. They're all we're, we're asymmetrical. Um, the question when I look at someone with an asymmetry who's having breast implants is um, whether I'm going to put different size breast implants in In this case, I thought not. And she'd previously seen a surgeon who thought that they would put different size implants in. And the issue here is the fact that implants don't come at a sort of infinite sizes. They, they come in set sizes. So there's 250 cc's, 270, 300, you know, 320, whatever. They, they come in, in set sizes so what i usually say to patients is if you can imagine that i put say a 250 cc implant in and then i have a an empty um, sizer that i can then fill if i then fill that sizer and i've got you know 262 cc's and i've got a perfect match then um i've got to decide whether i put was it 250 i said let's just say it was whether i put another 250 cc implant in or i put a 280 in so i either put one in a bit smaller or a bit bigger. I've got to decide which way to go. So when people have got a bit of an asymmetry, I always, and everyone does, I always say they'll still have a bit of an asymmetry. The aim is always to balance things up and make things better. Uh, and often you'll find that if you put the same size implants in, a mild asymmetry can be less obvious um, when you've got a mild asymmetry of volume between the breasts, but because proportionately it's less um, when you've got your breasts are bigger. Um, so if you've got a, a, a one's breast that's 50 cc, one's 100 cc, then that, that's hun- one's twice the size of the other. If you put 400 cc implants into both of them, then one's 450 cc and one's 500 cc. So it's a much less, it's a, it's a 10 percent difference. It's a smaller difference in volume um, as opposed to a 100 percent difference in volume. Make sense? Anyway, so um, like most things in plastic surgery, there's no right or wrong. Um, my view was to put the same size implants in, um, and they'd still the bigger breast would have still been a bit bigger. If you if if I'd put different size implants in, then it may be that the bigger breast might have become smaller. Then if I put a smaller implant in the bigger breast, but it's all a matter of judgment, and just uh, goes back to choosing a surgeon and someone you're comfortable with and who's getting good results and uh, what have you. The other thing is when you do have an asymmetry, something that I often do, which you probably won't want to get involved in although i know a lot of people do like to get involved in this sort of stuff is i often use a different profile 
when I use different size implants in order to maintain the width of the implant. So if you're going to put two implants in of different sizes, if you want to put them in about the same width, because I always say that the width is really crucial. Um, so if you want to put an implant of the same width in, but say a bigger volume, then it's going to have to be a higher profile. I'm not sure if that makes sense, but that's, that's, that's often my thinking. Not always, but often. Um, and it can get quite, um, quite tricky and, and technical. Um, and uh, also I want to talk to Georgia, if you're out there. Is that how you say Georgia? Because it's not got an I in it. I noticed that Laura was replying to you with an I, um, but it's actually Georgia. Georgia. Um, second opinion for breast implants. Um, interesting because um, uh, I think you've had breast augmentation 10 months ago and um, feel that you've got an asymmetry and the surgeon has said that they're fine. Um, you also have an ache on the right nipple and the right side has dropped. Um, so um the um the ache is something that can happen it's 10 months it's quite a long time i hope that will settle uh there's not a lot um, anyone could do surgically about that but i would hope things like that do settle um and and they and they usually do settle so i would hope that that will settle as long as it is it is it is something related to the surgery and it's not something else so if you do get persistent aches or pains or uh, particularly if it's associated with any lump or anything like that, then it would be an idea to get it checked out by a GP that there's not something else going on there. But if it is related to the surgery and related to the implants, then I would hope that, that would settle over time. The asymmetry um, between the breasts, it's interesting because it's one thing for the surgeon to say everything's fine, but if you don't feel everything's fine, then everything's not fine. So uh, this sort of um, surgery and this sort of field is very much driven by the patient. So if a patient's not happy, then... It's not a good result. If the patient's happy, it's a good result. It doesn't really matter what, to a degree, it doesn't matter what a surgeon's no good a surgeon looking, saying, haven't I done a great job if the patient's very unhappy with it? And similarly, if the patient's very happy with the result, then it's a great result regardless of what the surgeon thinks of it. Um, my view is that if you're assessing someone with, um, with regards to the results of surgery, you really need before and after photos. So I know that Laura, I think, said about before and after but before and after photos are really crucial and you really need photos without any clothes on um, because photos with clothes you can do things you can, you can make um, make it not as obvious but I know you have sent photos with, um, like that um, different views are also helpful but my the bottom line is I think there is an asymmetry there I think uh, it would be interesting to see if there's an asymmetry preoptively and whether you had the same size implants going back to what I was saying earlier um, and um, the main question is not so much is there something wrong or, or what have you. It's like can something be done about it, and I think that's the main issue when you're um, not happy with the results of the surgery. Um, and I think that really boils down to exactly what the problems are. I think if the ache's the problem, then I think I would advise against surgery because that could make things like that worse. Um, if it's the sort of I think there is a bit of a size difference. If there's a size difference between them, it's possible that that could be made better by putting a bigger implant into the smaller breast. I think one is a little bit smaller, but that could bring it the other way, given what I've just said a minute ago. Uh, the shape is a little bit more difficult. I know you feel that one's dropped and moved over to the side. Um, it's a little bit more difficult to control. 
um, the position of the implants. I'm presuming they're silicone implants because I know they were put on by, in by a company that only used silicone implants. Um, so it's a bit more difficult to control where the implant goes once the pocket has been made. You have to be very careful with making the pocket, particularly with silicone implants, because they tend to move within the pocket. So if the pocket's made too big or too far to the side, the implant can move to the side. Um, one option would be change the polyurethane implants, which don't move so much, or to close the pocket down to try and reposition the implant. Not particularly easy surgery, and I think I would question how much it bothers you, because um, if it doesn't bother you greatly, then I think there's a lot to be said for leaving things alone, letting things settle. So I think it's not unreasonable to wait a year, whatever, following uh, surgery before considering a revision, so you're not quite there yet. I think it's always reasonable to wait uh, as long as you can and question how much it does bother you because if you were to have further surgery, there's always complications associated with further surgery and also it's always difficult when you're looking for little tweaks and little improvements to guarantee a, um, a significant improvement and yet the risks are still quite high. So um, is that helpful? I hope that's, um, I hope that's helpful. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who's there. <laughs> it, says, it always says my Facebook's building an audience for me. So um, if you do have any questions or have any come back, I think there's a stream there. So you can always chat with me or Laura on the stream in the in the messaging of, of Facebook. So be please, by all means, get uh, get back in touch with us. But um, that's my my view on that. So I think that's all we got this week. I don't know. Next week's going to be getting into Christmas. I'm very happy. I think I'm very happy to be around and. Uh, to answer any questions if you've got anything uh, between then and now now and then uh, get in touch uh, through Facebook or, or or the usual channels and um, same time if uh, if if you like seven o'clock next week and um, yeah we'll look forward to seeing you all there and um, have a nice festive week between then and now and then we're going to be full flow this time next week um, because it's going to be I guess we could officially call it Christmas week. Um, see you then. And um, I'm going to sign out and check out and carry on with um, looking after the children, which is what I am doing as a um, you know, good husband and what have you. I've been doing the dinner and goodness knows what's out there now. So, um, yeah, checking out and see you next week. Bye. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.